One horsepower is equal to a horse lifting 550 pounds of weight a foot high in one second, but a horse can produce up to 15 horsepower. Welcome to the normal amount of focus. I'm Rasmus. And I'm Red. You mean none? Yes. Absolutely no focus whatsoever. Yeah, none of us has it. It's going to be We're all tonight. Well, completely I, I, scrambled. I have, yeah, exactly. I have a valid excuse. <laughs> Go on, Dad. What's yours? Um, I'm on the Imo exhibition in Hanover at the moment. Nice. And I just finished day, is it day three? Is it day four? I don't know anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's that kind of exhibition. It, it started building up last Saturday and it, um, so... No, I arrived on Saturday. We built up on Sunday. Uh, we left the venue at, I think, six o'clock in the evening. And ever since then, like it starts Monday, nine o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. uh, in the first hotel that I've stayed in. Then uh, there was company dinners, more trade show because it goes from nine to six. Uh, it's so, like only because of this uh, construction zones, like 45 minutes every morning of driving. Then I also had to pick up some colleagues out of different hotels inside Hanover. So, yes, it's been stressful. Oh, yeah. And we changed hotel yesterday. No, the there day before. Goes. Sorry, I'm, I'm confused. Days. <laughs> things all of that we, we, we noticed we noticed quite a conversation before we got recording as well i i, um, I leave the, the hotel in the morning when it's dark i go into the fair and i leave yeah. it when it's getting dark and i arrive at the hotel when it's night <laughs> that's nice. pretty much that's oh, been pretty fuck. much my week <laughs> how many days have you left to do all of that oh it's it finishes on saturday and then we have to still like pack so everything up week? yeah oh wow yeah, Damn. and every day Damn. from nine to six, and Saturday is gonna be a short one, only nine to four. Yeah, and, and then it's waiting for mm-hmm. all the stuff to arrive from like the logistics company, so we can pack everything up, and we're probably gonna leave the venue around nine o'clock in the evening or something like that. Oh fucking hell! And yes. then sleep for a week. Uh, no, it's actually um, sleeping in on s- Sunday and then driving back because by next week I already have to prepare for work <laughs> because like we're, well, because we're all at the trade show like the whole office and we still have our normal work oh, so like fuck. all the customers calling over the day you basically just press them away and then you could like the, the five minute break you have in between you just call them back and it's like yeah I'm, I'm gonna take a look at it tonight at the hotel and then you start writing emails at night and in the morning and mm. <laughs> yeah it's 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 hell week it's it's uh hell week for sales department let's put it that way yeah. Sounds like fun. Yeah, like thankfully they're not all like this, but this one's mm. kind of special. Too bad you're not in vacation soon. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm so I'm so looking forward to that. Like this is basically <laughs> what keeps me going at the moment. It's just like crossing off yeah. every day. It's like yes, ten more days, nine more days. It's like, <laughs> yep, that's great. Yeah, cool. So how about you guys? How was your week? Well, I'm home. Yeah, from the Netherlands. Yep, and Belgium. Yeah, that's true. You were away last week. How was the concert? How was the weekend with Marcel? Oh, uh, it, it was good. Well, I didn't have the weekend with Marcel. It, I just had... I, I really just had the one day okay. where he worked on his forge. Because the Friday after, I went to the Diva Museum of Silver and Diamonds. Oh, oh, nice. And I took a fuck ton of pictures. Yeah. Uh, I I think I... And we've seen none. Have, 
It was in my stories. You guys have just been slacking and no, not paying yeah, attention no, to me. Yeah, it's I called, demand your it's attention more. Working. You, <laughs> uh, fuck off. You, your, your work is not more important than me. Exactly. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I guess that's one of the things that I should have made into real yes. and just put up there. But yeah, I, I literally ran out of battery while walking around the museum and taking pictures of things. Oh, wow. Is that a big museum or did you really no, took just, a lot I, of pictures? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I spent nearly four hours there i think wow so it's not a terribly big museum it's just so many really cool interesting things and i'll, I'll, I'll post a reel about this and a few select images but there's a couple of things that that really really uh baffled me in there and that is the, um one thing is sort of just seeing the history of jewelry and how it changes with fashions and styles mm-hmm And also learning that diamonds wasn't really a part of jewelry up until the mid 1800s. Okay, is there a reason, be, be, for, be, reason for that? Yeah, because like it, diamonds hadn't been discovered yet. I mean, yeah. they had found okay. diamonds, but no one had actually started mining for them. It was like a few coming out of India mm-hmm. and like old Persia and things like that, and they had discovered some used in uh, Latin America. Mm-hmm. But it was only until like the 1400s when the first diamonds got to Belgium and Antwerpen. Okay. And then sort of the diamond that that became sort of diamond capital of Europe. Yeah. When, when did you start cutting it? Do I you mean, know? early on, really early on. Okay. But it's it's so few of them and so selective that it it wasn't a normal part of jewelry. Okay. Which is mind-boggling. I, I always thought like, oh, you have gold, you have diamonds. I mean, they they go hand in hand, but. Of course they don't. They are completely different things. So before diamonds, it was all about other gems like emeralds and sa- that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, oh, I think sapphires, diamonds, and emeralds are basically diamonds, but with other bits in them. Okay. So they the same same carbon structure for the most part, but mm-hmm. they have other things in them to, to give them color. Okay. Whereas diamonds themselves change from being white to slightly yellowish. Okay. If I recall the plaques I read, because I read all of the plaques, like every mm, single one. As you should. I even I, I even stared way too long at one of them written in like Dutch and just like, this one is really hard to understand for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but my, my, my point being... Did you find someone Japanese? Uh, there was things in Japanese there, yeah. Not not plaques, but items. Uh And, and so one of the really baffling thing is sort of how you went from just having geometric things with pretty stones in them, mm-hmm. and then they got more and more elaborate, and then suddenly people start like, here's a flower made out of like gold, silver, and diamonds, yeah. and then the flowers got more and more elaborate, and it's like here's a miniature tree that you can hang around your neck with like a single diamond on every single leaves, and there's like hundreds of leaves or something on there. Wow. Like, yeah, it was a lot and it was amazing to look at. And also the pictures, like, they don't capture what a diamond does because all of the beauty in a diamond, I realized, is in the edges and how that breaks the light and fractures it um, because of prisms and Newton shit. And physics and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. We don't talk about that. That's Andy's domain. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was fantastic. And then I went off to the Netherlands and I met up with Marius and uh, two other friends. And we went to the concert on Saturday and we had a fucking blast. 
I, I, and of course, I, me, I had pizza as a starter when we had dinner and then pizza as a main course. Of course. <laughs> Which was enough. I'm just telling you that, that that was enough. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you, had, uh, until you had the third one for dessert. Uh, no, I actually, I don't think I actually eat, ate anything more that day. <laughs> I got properly stuffed by that, that pizza. Uh, and yeah, and then back home doing more of the worky stuff, but really fun. The, to yesterday and today, I thought I had a private advanced blacksmithing class for a woman who drove eight hours to get to Oslo. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's my And Yeah. Uh, which is not, it's not far in Norway. It's just all the mountains and fjords in a way that makes it tricky. Yeah. Uh, which I guess you already know because we talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she was uh, a student of my five or six years ago as well like yeah. taking a beginner course and now like she's been doing her own thing developing things she's been asking on and off for advice here and there and it's like so i have this list of things that i feel like is difficult and i'm struggling with can you help me and i was like yeah sure i mean if you want to come to oslo we can teach a class we can do all the things and we just spent two days just going down like going down her list like okay how to deal with this how to deal with this like everything from forging a knife which apparently she had never properly done before to me pretending i know how to like hot forge and bend pipe without breaking it (laughs) which is really fucking difficult but i did manage to show her the basics without kinking and breaking the pipe which i'm kind of proud of (laughs) Uh, and then like other bits and pieces of like okay so her technique and like try to hit harder and single hits and see what every single one hard hit does instead of just a lot of small tapping and then see if nothing happened yeah and lots of things like that so lots of fun for me uh as well to sort of actually get into the minute details of someone and say like okay try this a little bit more like the way you're hitting try just adjusting the angle here and see if that helps and going through a few of really nerdy stuff Really nerdy stuff. But I did also, in between there, have time to make two Sami knives, which yeah. are nice. as a test, which are, I think the customer originally wanted them to be like 20, 35 centimeters, including the handle. And I misunderstood. So I started to make them like as big as I could. Mm-hmm. And then I, after thinking, I was like, this is getting stupidly big. <laughs> so I stopped at like 25 centimeters of blade. And I was like, yeah, this is hefty. This is decent. And then I looked it up online. And I was like, oh yeah, the normal blade like this 20 centimeters. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe, maybe I should check that before I start forging a lot next time. <laughs> so now I have two like Sami blades, mono steels that's ready to harden that are big. Yeah. 25 centimeters of blade and then 10 centimeters of tang after that. So... I need to do something with that. Um, just what makes you curious, though, mm. um, you said bending the pipe like while it's hot without kinking yeah. it. How do you do it? Because now I'm curious about it. Do you fill it with sand and heat it up? No, just carefully. <laughs> that's a boring answer. Yeah, that, that's, uh, that's beyond me. <laughs> no, uh, so the trick I, I I have maybe I've done this like twice before in the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. But basically what I, I figured out kind of works. And I also even like, she asked about this, like at the end of day one. And I was like, yeah, sure. I don't know much, but I can show you what I know. And then I'm running home and I'm Googling the hell out of it. <laughs> and I realized there's really no good YouTube video on this, except one video that's 11 years old. Make a new one. Of some, of some Japanese guy who's using a torch and a bigger piece of pipe. 
and just sticking it in the vice and he just controlling the heat mm-hmm. and just gently leaning on it and making some weird compound curve for some motorcycle parts. Yeah. And like no talking, just 11 minutes of him just using the torch and just leaning on a bit of pipe to make it bend. Um, which is sort of like reassured me because you need to go really slow and you need to have control on it and you can't apply direct force to where you're bending it because you will collapse the pipe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what I did is I heated up the section where I wanted it to bend and to some degree try to control the heat, although I didn't focus on that now. And then I just gripped it into tongs in the cold end and where the pipe is still cold, I hit that part on the anvil mm-hmm. and the momentum of the swing causes the rest of the pipe to bend. Mm-hmm. And just by repeating that over and over and controlling where you have the heat, yeah. you can cause it to bend and curve fairly accurately. Okay. Sounds a little bit as others though, like to, because it's very difficult to, to swing a, a heavy object on a hand wheel very accurately. No. Uh. <laughs> it depends on how you do it. I mean, this, I didn't show this with a big section of pipe. This was 50 centimeters or something. Okay. And I just want to create like one even curve and then a little bit back again. Okay. Okay. Just to show that you have control on it. And you need to use the momentum of the pipe itself. Yeah. To give that bit of a curve. Mm-hmm. But that means that in some instances, I would need to uh be holding the end I'm heating and then cool off sections of it mm-hmm. so that I if I'm working at the short end basically and I want to bend it there yeah I don't have the momentum to hold at the opposite end yeah mm-hmm. I need to have the whole length of the bar and the momentum of that as I'm swinging it to bend it close to the the tongs does that make sense it does does mm-hmm. I'm not saying that yeah. your your method is is uh bad or anything no 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 I know I, I, it just sounds very difficult to to do with precision yeah also trying to like just wrap my hand around it but I guess it's like like many things you can kind of feel it while you're doing it yeah by seeing yeah. how it behaves yeah it's I guess it's also one of the things that I haven't don't have enough experience with it that I'm able to properly verbalize what i'm doing mm. but basically you want to hit uh you don't want to hit the hot bit of the pipe where it bends because that caused the collapse yeah, yeah so you need to apply force to where you want it to bend without touching the hot bit mm-hmm. sure and i'm just doing that by swinging it and using the anvil to stop but having the momentum of the rest of the hot pipe yeah. curling over the anvil basically so to, to sum it up the, the part of the pipe that uh, uh, heats the hand wheel is still cold. Yes. And the and then the whole hot end is just flopping over yeah, the side. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. But Jan, why did you mention sand? Have you seen someone do do it with uh, sand? Yeah, that's that is the common. Well, I think way. this is the com- the common way to do it. Like what that I've heard of. Like even and this is uh, also by a cold bending. So basically, you have a pipe mm. and you close off the ends and you fill it with sand and then you can just press it because the the sand is so compact it doesn't mm. uh, disperse. So you can get a nice yeah. round shape without actually destroying the pipe. Yeah, the the, the basically the sand comp- um, gives resistance to the inside, preventing the pipe yeah. from collapsing in on itself. Exactly. I've, s- I've seen it done with water inside for a musical yeah. instrument. Uh, you mm-hmm. put water on mm. the on the pipe, you freeze it. And then the the ice inside gives resistance to to the pipe, so you can bend cold bend it. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, okay, interesting. 
But yeah, some this the, um, the same principle. Yeah, I guess it works as yeah. well. So mm -hmm. okay, cool. And I mean, you can do a whole lot of cold bending with the proper tools. Yeah. Uh, pipe bending cold if you have the proper tools yeah, yeah. because all you need to do is apply, apply pressure evenly along the whole curve or whole bit of pipe you want to curve mm -hmm. the problem of doing this manually is that you the pipe naturally wants to break at a single point but where it just randomly is a little bit weaker yeah and unless you can control where the next bit of force is very accurately applied and pre prevent the, or protecting the bit where it already bent, mm. then it will just continue to bend where it already started. And that's what's causing it to collapse in, a, in itself. Yeah. Good thing does I don't have, Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah it does. But mm. good thing I don't have pipe to bend because... <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, um, I just had to think about three guys talking about how to handle their pipe. <laughs> You're tired, my it's, friend. It's been, it's been a way too long. Yeah, the, the human, <laughs> it's just long week. Yeah. yeah, let's let's move on from there. Yeah. Red, how the fuck are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm actually very good. My back is hurting like a son of a. He's not happy with me. He's cursing a little bit because. Um, Sorry, you said good and back hurting in the same sentence. Yeah, there. I'm. I'm really good. I'm I'm feeling good, but my oh no no my, I oh I know what is happening. <laughs> You're high on well I've always forgot the name Star whatever it was Star Bethesda thing. Oh Starfield yeah a little bit Starfield that's the one yeah <laughs> I completely blank for a second we talked about it just a minute yeah, ago that, yeah that's fine or, that's fine I will explain yeah. that that too. Um, as I was saying to my wife yesterday, we uh, always have the both of us together uh, always have fucking stupid ideas so uh on a on a regular basis so we had can, one can relate yeah last last week <laughs> <laughs> we decided to turn our balcony into a japanese garden oh cool uh, a zen garden uh so yesterday uh we went shopping for gravel and stones and stuff like that uh and and we just turned the balcony into a japanese zen garden um Ooh. so we love it it's very cool uh, but we had to carry a hundred kilos of gravel to the third floor. Uh, obviously no elevator. So my back is, is not really happy today. It sounds like a good workout. Yeah. It was a good workout indeed. And then we, we put the stone and the gravel and chair and the Japanese stone lantern that we brought back mm. from there. Um, so it's almost done. We want to add a little bit details like, um, a bonsai, a few, uh, plants, uh, a wooden bucket to put under the AC unit. And no, not that because it's freaking annoying. Yeah. The thing that, that Relax, fills up doc. with the, the, the rain water that mm. comes through the bamboo pipe and, and just, uh, yeah, the uh, flips it and fills itself up, it falls down, empties out. And yeah, then exactly. Up again. So, and, yes. it, and it's beautiful to have in a neighborhood when oh. you are uh, yeah. having a walk somewhere, but having that. And, and you can walk away from yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah. Because <laughs> you can walk away from it, but and, or in an anime or in a movie, but every fucking single day having that in the, uh, in your here. No, no, thank you. Mm. Standing so, there yeah. Sunday morning with your tea, like outside relaxing, suddenly <laughs> talk. 
Uh, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> no, not for me. But oh, yeah. Fantastic. So we did that. We we're pretty happy with the results. I will send you a um, picture, mm. guys. It, it's a yes. work in progress because now I need to find all the, uh, the well, the plants and, and the wooden bucket and everything. But yeah, by the end of October, November, it should be completely done but we're already happy with it that's nice because i remember you have that new sliding door like and yeah. you have access or view to the whole balcony so looking exactly, inside yeah. it's looking like it's, it's basically looking into a japanese garden at that exactly point. that's that's the idea because now with the sliding doors we can uh, open uh completely uh, mm -hmm. two of them so it's it's almost like a real uh open space to it's very japanese looking thing what you can we could you could find in a Japanese temple when they uh, open all the sliding doors uh, in order to have the view on the Japanese garden. Yeah, that's that's the idea. So yeah, we done that. Happy with that. Uh, been also pretty productive on on uh, client works. Uh, nice. Working on a, a new cowboy hat. Yeah. Uh, a client order. It's almost done. Uh, just need to to dye it and and then I would be able to just ship it. So. Um, it will be done by by next week and sent by ne next week, and yeah, uh, as you mentioned, Rast, I I did a kind of a mistake on purpose though. Um, there was this uh, drug drugs are mistakes, video games are not. Okay, so the mistake was to buy a new video game when I really wanted to be productive, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was a like very good opportunity. The the store in my town was giving away Starfield for free if you buy a new uh, mouse for your computer. And I wanted Ooh. to change my mouse for my computer for month. Uh, so I did upgrade and I did get get the, the game and I did mm -hmm. play a little bit and I define how many hours bit. are a little bit. <laughs> Uh, sixteen uh, uh, or something. Okay, that's a little bit. <laughs> In three days. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the, that's the crucial part. <laughs> no, but it's really good. It's Bethesda. If you like the 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 style of those games like Fallout or, or Skyrim, uh, it's mm. basically it in space. Buck hunting. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's it, everything it's that you bit, like. It's it, it's it's in there. Plus everything that you, I mean, you can, come on, you can make your own ship. You can, yeah, there's so much you can do. So I'm not going to talk about that. It's a, it, I think it's a really good game. I'm not, I'm not that much into it because um, in a Bethesda game, 16 hours is like nothing. Yeah. You, you basically nearly finished the tutorial, right? But you, yeah. Or, or you started the tutorial. I yeah. I finished my first, <laughs> I created my character, little got into the, the main story a little bit, got my first quest, side quest, and that's it. And there is so many to do. So I'm going to, I'm probably going to play that game for the next three years or so, maybe even more. Um, but yeah, come yeah. On, I'm still playing Skyrim or I would like to say I'm still playing Skyrim. I haven't had time to fire up Skyrim for more than a year. Yeah, same, same. But that's still now a 13, a 12-year-old game. I yeah. have I have Come yet on. to beat Skyrim. You haven't finished the wow. main thing? Oh, I have like all the side plots and everything, but the main like killing the last dragon, basically like it's for me, it's like to complete that game would kind of break my heart. So I, I, like, yeah, I haven't, I I haven't know. killed, yeah, I haven't yeah, killed yeah, the yeah. last boss. I just I never did. That's that's why I never finished Red Dead Redemption 2 because I know what happens at the end and I don't want to 
I don't want it. It would end yeah. the game. It would kill it. Exactly. And and it's it would be like yeah, f- uh, uh, losing a friend or something. Every so, every time I would go yeah. back playing the game, I would know I've already beaten it. Yeah. Plus, you still have something to conquer. Yes still something to do so you can keep playing it till the day you decide i always said it's like if i'm gonna finish it i want to finish it in vr and i was saying that jokingly because that was when the mm. game like the second dlc was released yeah guess what i have skyrim vr at home yeah so of course you do yes so at one point i the controls are a mess so, but as soon as i really took my time and i remapped the controls i really mm-hmm. want to play it because just shooting a ball by actually like pulling the string yeah oh. and i played it till i actually rushed it to the part where the dragon lands Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. damn, I almost shit my pants. <laughs> 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 Standing in my living room, looking up, seeing a dragon breathing fire at you is... Yes! When they released the VR set for Skyrim with Skyrim VR, uh, mm-hmm. I told my wife, I'm going to buy that. And she told me, nope. <laughs> otherwise, I'm not never going to see you again. And and I think she was right because I would have spent so many hours playing that. Yep. So yeah, good thing I didn't didn't buy it but so yeah uh pretty good week even though i'm tired i've been productive i've done a lot of stuff uh, and yeah i'm pretty happy with it to be honest and then we magically segue into talks about you again me okay yes because there's been a few months since we discussed your new master plan on the podcast. Uh, months and, already? Then. And also the name of your car. No, not a months. No. Oh, yeah, month, also, months. Yeah, okay. Month, months. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes. Okay. Damn. <laughs> Time's flying. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but uh, Jan, did you want to go through, go about the, um, uh, the, the name of the car first? Uh, yeah, but unfortunately I can't pull it up at the moment from my cell phone but we should definitely talk about it because there has been some great oh, yeah. um yeah. names for it maybe next time if you can find, find yeah them. let's and do it you, next yeah, time when back, i'm back home exactly when i don't uh, come back from like 14 yeah. to 16 hour days yeah. that's a good teaser for a future episode oh yeah come back yeah. for the yeah the name of the car so what do you want to talk about res no well we did talk about a while back, sort of um, vaguely, I don't actually recall how specific it was, how you feel about your business and the steps you wanted and maybe should take yeah, to mm-hmm. get a bit more organized and feel like you have a bit more, uh, maybe not control, but maybe more, more structure to your days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember we mentioned that. And actually, it, it's, it has changed since. Yeah. Um, we had this summer vacation, um, that are so long mm. in France. It's like two months. And during that period of the year, I don't work much because I want to be able to take care of the kid and spend time with the kid and do activities with the kid and my wife and, yeah. and go in our yearly summer break. Um, so that's deliberately something that I decide to do each and every year. So the family is, is happy and we are, we're having time together mm. and we are not depending on a random future, um, vacation period of time thingy that might come or not. Anyway, mm. um, since the kid got back to school, I 
it, I, I don't want to say I decided because it's, it was already decided a long time ago, but I had to change my schedule um, for various reasons. One being the guys coming to the house to change the windows that we talked mm. in, in the previous episode. So they come to the house before eight in the morning. Oh. That's not my usual time. Really? Because for yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> because for years I've been as I've been dealing with insomnia, mm. so not being able to sleep much during the night forced me to wake up a little bit later in the morning. So usually I was up between nine thirty or ten, depending on how was the previous night, um, good or bad for me. Yeah. But with the guys showing up at home uh, every day for a week at eight, I had to be ready for them to show up, to open the gate, open the door and and have them in and, and let them work and everything. So I started waking up around seven, seven thirty, depending on the days. Mm-hmm. And that's a habit that I kept since. Ooh, and, well done. Um, wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. Um, so it's been like... I, I prepared myself a little bit before the guy started to come, you know, to just see if it was feasible. Mm-hmm. And if I had to take a nap during the afternoon, it, I know it sounds like I'm an old guy, but I'm a vintage guy. So it's more or less the same. I heard old um, in that sentence as well. But okay, we can move on. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, now uh, I, so, so I think the most important thing that I did, at least to me, the, like the big step, the big decision was to put an alarm clock in the morning mm. and I'm going to, it sounds lame and, and stupid, but I'm going to explain why it's important. Working from home, um, suffering insomnia for years was the, and, and combining these two things was like, I sleep bad at night. I need my beauty sleep or I just need my six hours or five hours, you know, to just be functional during the day. Yeah. So if I fell, fall asleep at four in the morning, I have to wake up at nine. So I need for at least five hours. But putting an alarm clock, an alarm clock at 7.30 or 8, depending on the night because if it's 2 a.m. in the morning I say that 7 is is, is mm. no, a no-go so I put that 8 any, I, I will skip the details but anyway yeah, yeah. putting that alarm clock forced me to wake up in the morning I refuse to take a nap anymore mm-hmm. because it will bring back the the lack of fatigue or tiredness mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh, from my body like i will be able to rest and we'll get back to having insomnia during the night because i'm not tired Mm. and and not having to naps basically means that hopefully you can fall asleep at a more normal schedule Yeah, yeah exactly so what i'm doing basically is to get back to the discipline i had many years ago when i was working outside of the house and um getting trying to get myself exhausted at the end of the day in order to sleep better yeah and that's that's kind of working but doing that so that was the first step in my process doing that to in order to get a better schedule be uh functional during the day be able to take care of my wife my kid my job uh everything else that i I have to deal with during the day and be able to sleep at night like a regular human mm. normal person. Mm-hmm. So that that's the first thing. 
But by doing that, I realized that I'm, I, I have way more time to be able to work during the day. Yeah. Because with the insomnia and waking up late in the morning, that's the time, the time that I'm sleeping in the, was sleeping in the morning was not compensated by the time that I had at night awake because that's the time I couldn't make any no noise yeah. in the house. Mm -hmm. I yeah. was not able to work. So I just moved that working hour earlier in the day and it's working pretty good. Yeah. So I feel myself um, more productive, more uh, accurate in my way of seeing things or dealing with things. Mm -hmm. and, I, and, and more importantly, I sleep better at night. Yeah. Because also, not because of the, because I'm tired and, and so insomnia is kind of going away at the moment, but also because I know that I have done enough during the day to be able to to have earned my rest, mm -hmm. so to speak. Yeah, yeah. it's rewarding. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I fully understand that it sounds a little bit weird, like because everybody is doing that. Everybody who's working no. in the company is working, waking up early and being and tired at the end of the day. And so every, everything think, that, that nah. I mentioned, but it's a big step for me mm. because of years of insomnia, bad habits, probably laziness as well, and and dealing with a ton of awful shit in our life that we had to, uh, not consciously, but was in the back of our mind. Uh, I, when I say we, I include my wife in, in the process. Uh, and, and dealing with getting back to a regular schedule uh, is the, first important thing that uh, it's the spark of the whole process mm -hmm. so to speak and and from there many other things have changed since since i, I we've done it uh, i've done it um but yeah i understand that people say yeah yeah it's, you're just waking up early that what's the big deal it's a big deal for me because of everything that i had yeah in the past 10 years yeah and, yeah and that's a huge thing like this is nothing to talk small to because you're self-employed this is i mean what you said is basically the, the negative spiral before you what you had now it's a positive one mm -hmm. that's huge that's like being yeah. self-employed it takes a lot i know enough people that are self-employed that basically tell me the exact same thing sometimes it can be a struggle to get up in the morning because you do it for yourself mm -hmm. and um not everyone has the discipline or maybe they start with like they used to start at seven o'clock then they got self-employed and they allowed themselves to sleep until seven thirty. later on like it yeah. became eight suddenly it's eight thirty nine and it's like yeah. it's just getting pushed back and then it's like oh and resetting that schedule is freaking hard yeah 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 it is it's really yeah i've i've been struggling struggling with it for for years and now it's on it's on a good uh path mm. i think that is great um this morning and and the three past days i woke up before the alarm clock yeah uh just just mm -hmm. before uh, so it, it's like that's masterclass. yes this is like five minutes before like waking up five minutes before the alarm goes off and deactivating it before it even can go off that's yeah. like the yeah exactly <laughs> that's a victory yeah that's a victory exactly. in my yeah uh, the victory is is not only. Uh, um, thank you, guys. I appreciate mm. uh, the, your enthusiasm. But for me, the victory is not 
taking back the alarm, uh, uh, turning off the alarm clock when I wake up five minutes before the alarm clock. It's to get up when I do that. Yeah. Because like yeah. a few years back, I would have turned off the alarm clock and, and go back to sleep mm. for, in my mind, five more minutes or 10 more minutes, yeah. 20 more minutes. And I will have slept for two more yeah. hours probably. Um, so yeah, the, the, it's a big step. It's a really, really big step. And, and I'm, I'm working on having, making it into a new habit mm -hmm. and not like going back to the, 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 the bad habits in, in like two, three weeks or days or whatever. And it's great that you can do it like, or that you did it by yourself. I actually had a buddy that took a part-time job that started early in the morning. So just to force himself to get back into that habit because he do it by himself. Yeah. Mm. It's not easy. I, I understand your, your friend because it's absolutely not easy. It's a, since I was 20, I've always worked mm -hmm. every single day of my life, either as a self-employed guy, as I am right now. Mm. Before that, I was a teacher. Before that, I had many other jobs and, and a few of them were uh, working either very early in the morning or either very late in, in, in during the night, like finishing at four in the morning or starting at five in the morning. Mm -hmm. So my, that, that's probably why my sleep schedule, my, my sleeping habits has been so messed up because of all these changing hours during the, I'm the years. I'm not so sure. I mean, that might have helped disrupt any good habits you had. Mm -hmm. or make it difficult for you to get good habits. But mm -hmm. I think the insomnia for most people is more about stress than anything else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But this, the stress being also, I have not done enough today Yeah, because I slept in. Yeah. And fixing that were, uh, by fixing the, the sleeping thing, yeah. I was able to be more productive and, and therefore... Yeah, as I said, at night I'm okay. I've done enough today, and 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 I can sleep without being stressed or whatever. Yeah, and that's the second thing. Doing that and having that mental process, I realized that, and and thanks to you, Raz, actually, because that's that's a thing that you said many um, episodes ago. That even in in a bad day when you are not doing what was on your list that day, if you did even a little thing that was on your list, you have the feeling that you're moving forward. Yeah. You've mm -hmm. done something. And and so I was thinking about that the other day because I was not, I, I had, so first of all, I make lists of mm -hmm. stuff that I have to do the next day. It helps me being organized. Prioritization is also a good thing. But when I can't do everything, I remember what you said and I I say to myself at least I did that. Mm. So I'm on the I'm I'm going in the right direction. I've made progress enough to have earned my day yeah. and therefore being able to sleep at night and also allowing me to have me time to just be with the family or to play Starfield or to watch a movie or to just waste my life on TikTok for two hours or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, because that's also part of, of what I need as a human being to just be good in my head and work efficiently the rest of the time. It's j just on that sort of on treating yourself to have time off. 
it mm-hmm. is something I struggle with too. Yeah, I, I figure that because you said that your life and your work is the, basically the same thing for you. There is no real separation between yeah, the two. Yeah, well, there is and there isn't. Like in my mind, there's this one big list of things I should be doing. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that is for my my job as being self-employed blacksmith. And a lot yeah. of that is things I should do to stay alive as a decent human being. Yeah. Uh, in my mind, there's there's a lot of those things are equally important. Mm-hmm. And so they should be prioritized to the same degree. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's that whole dichotomy of here's all the things I need to do to stay alive and earn money to stay alive. And here's the things I need to do so that I function as a human being and can do the things I need to do to stay alive. Right? So first dinner, second dinner. Yeah, like today. Second dinner. Snack. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, so I reached sort of at some point understanding of saying that all I need to do is have X number of productive hours in a week in the forge. Mm-hmm. That is, I mean... It's not a lot. It's 20 is the minimum. 30 is what I aim for. Okay. But that still means I need to do nearly the same amount of office work and planning and Mm -hmm. menial things that don't make me money. And you can argue whether making tools and improvements for the shop falls into one or the other of those two buckets. But... Mm. uh, I, I like even though I work an average about sixty hours a week. Mm. Like if I have twenty or thirty of those in the shop, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because on average, that's what I need to actually bring into money. Everything else makes it possible for me to bring into money, but that's where I actually earn them. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. So and and like yeah, this is a lot. I'm working a lot. But I also know that I need time off. I need to relax. I need to unwind. Mm-hmm. And quote unquote, the more efficiently I can unwind and relax, the easier it is for me to be focused and productive when I need to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So like, in, I, I need to have that balance of saying like, I'm supposed to wake up around here. I need to be productive mm-hmm. by this hour. Yeah. And I need to stop working by this hour. So that I have yeah. time to actually just sit on my ass and do nothing for a little while. Exactly. And That's why I, yeah. I do now. Mm. That's what I do now. I wake up and I say, by this time, I'm working. I'm in the shop and I'm working. Mm. Usually it's 30 minutes after I, I woke up or 45 minutes. Yeah. Like just thinking the normal waking up, uh, taking a shower, getting dressed, mm. eat breakfast. Mm. And just leave for work. That yeah. that would be forty five minutes for me mm. uh, in in normal other job in mm-hmm. the country. So that's that's what I I am allowing myself, and then I get back to I I get to work. But I decided on a stopping hour, so to speak. Like yeah. a, by by six, I'm done working, mm. or by by seven, I'm done working. And after everything after that is either rest, fun stuff, family stuff. Or if I have to work, really, because I have an idea or something, it's just like making lists mm. uh, to not forget an idea that I have a process that I want to be working on mm-hmm. or, or whatever. But not not being in the shop at night is also something I decided to do because 
unless there is a big emergency on a project for a client, so I'm saying I don't want to be working at night anymore yeah. because that's not the way to, to yeah. do S- good Separate work. Yeah. work and private. Don't mix it. Yeah. 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 To, to, the, to the degree you're able to do that when you are literally playing at the same at the computer in the same room where you do all your work. That's that's true. Like that's true. You, you, then you that, need yeah. to have some kind of at least mental separation of the spaces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, just because then you are to some large degree able to relax, and at the same yeah. time, like I will often have days where like I'm in a really good mood. I have the energy. I will get over to the workshop early. I will spend mm-hmm. eight hours in the shop being productive, then getting back home, making myself a big dinner or just re- something really quick, like all depending on what I have on hand, what the energy I have. And mm-hmm. then I'll work till 11 o'clock in the evening just mm-hmm. because I have something fun in mind or I have the energy for but it. But this is yeah. not excluding for work. Like the, you don't have to see work as something that is um, a bother to you. Like this is no. like I am, no, I am employed yeah, yeah. and I still like not till 11 o'clock, but I still have the same thing. I mean, even now at the trade show, when we're all finished, like everybody could just rush home, but we're just sitting together mm-hmm. talking about the day, like bullshitting a little yeah. bit, like throwing off ideas with customers we talk to, um, and like what we could change in the future and stuff. Like it's fun. Like it's, and yeah. this, and it then it doesn't feel like work. I, it, but yeah. it, still, I think it would get a problem if you do that every single day, because then you're, negle- and you're neglecting your like private time that you have for yourself yeah. mm. but once in a while that is absolutely fine the same way you said yeah. uh red when something's like when it's burning like when something is really urgent it's the same like mm. sometimes just shit hits the fan and you have to stay and work and work longer you don't yeah. prefer to do it but it has to be done yeah exactly yeah. and then you need to have the the mental headspace beforehand exactly to do those things exactly and i think it's funny though that you said it's like you are more or you struggled in the past more with that uh timely matter with about like getting up in time getting everything for me this is uh controlled by my employee basically so for me it's a standard this is just something that is automatically happening every single day uh for me it's more the when i have my free time the private stuff that like stays behind because i don't feel like doing it so for me my struggle and what i've been trying lately is to what we say in germany like the inner schweinehund like beat the lazy on like whenever I get at home, I do something I really don't feel like doing. Like there's a huge list of yeah. stuff that I can pick from. So I just pick yeah. one and that makes me feel better at the end of the day. So yeah, just yeah. picking something from that list, getting it done, that gives me the freedom I need in the evening to feel better and be in a better mood or headspace. Yeah, I totally get that. There, There is something else that I... um I don't want to say started to do mm-hmm. because that's something I've 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 done in the past, but I kind of forgot that I was doing that because it was part of my personality. So you'll see, you you get your your you'll make your idea and you give me your judgment as always. <laughs> I've decided. Um, how to put that into into words and not sound like an asshole you're, um, you're french like <laughs> remember that part <laughs> okay so no more free work yeah 
no more free work. Um, it, it's simply put, but it, it really means what it means. Like, um, in the past, I've done um, work, created stuff, and and given away stuff to friends uh, here mm. in, in France uh, for free. People have a tendency here to say, oh, you are making stuff for a living. Can you make me that? Can you can you do that for me? Can you? Mm. That's a given that it's been discussed in every podcast possible and everybody has said, no, that's not something that you you must accept. That's not something you, you must do. But you're always like, yeah, on the principle, if someone that I absolutely don't know asked me to work for free, I would say no because I don't have the time and because I need to make money. Yeah. But when that's someone that you know of, known for years, and and they kind of ask you or make you understand that they would really like for you to do something for them for free you you feel obliged you you feel like not forced but you're very inclined to accept so that's going to be a hard rule for me now no more free work mm-hmm. and by by um forcing myself to respect that it also means that I go back to my priorities, uh, which are my family, my work, and my my sanity or my my health in general. Mm-hmm. Meaning that everything that is not my work, my job as a teacher or as a maker, my family, and my sanity or my health, meaning taking care of me, uh, fighting insomnia, also eating better, working out, spending times, spending time with my friends, just chatting or playing video games or taking a walk in the forest or whatever. Everything that's not that is not a priority anymore. Yeah. So if someone asked me to do something a few months ago, I was like, yeah, okay, I'm, 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 I'm doing it. Like my parents need something. I'm going right away. Mm. Now it's like, I'll come. When I'm done with my my the order that I have right now, I need to finish that order before. Yeah, I I think I gave you a lot of shit for this uh, when we were supposed to have Japanese class or something a while back. Yeah, why? I maybe remember. Yeah, well, remind well, me? exactly the thing where you felt like you uh, maybe not felt like. What you t- described to me was you would often end up going to help your parents out with something. Mm-hmm. Right away, instead of working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, my, uh, exactly that. And yeah. that would sort of also give you that feeling of you haven't earned your rest. You haven't earned to have fun because Absolutely, you haven't yeah. done the thing to care for your own family. Yeah, yeah. So my, my parents is just an example, but it, it's not only my parents. Now, yeah. uh, I think that the balance with my parents is, is kind of found. Mm. Um, they are, I, I spent one hour with them this afternoon because I could. Yeah. Uh, and we just talked. Mm. I, I did nothing in the house because there's a much, uh, there's a lot of stuff in the house that need attentions, attention and that needs to be done. But, um, well, first of all, my, my dad uh, is almost 75, but he still wants to do it by himself, yeah. which has, I kind of respect. Mm. Uh, but I know that some of the stuff he won't be able to do it because like physically is, is, is not limited, but it's going to be harder because it's 75. So if I can give him a hand, it's going to be 
way easier. So he, yeah. he has to work on his car and <laughs> change parts and do stuff. So that's like, is this running at the factory? Yeah, I just want to say that's like a good yeah. look in the future. Like, watch it closely. <laughs> exactly. So I will I will give him a hand yeah. probably next yeah. week or the week after. But yeah, now they, they have understood that, yes, I'm working from home, but no, I'm not available mm. every single day of the week for them when they need me. And we can just adapt to the list the things that they want me to do at their place yeah. when I go there and when I'm free and I am the, the also the free mental space mm-hmm. av- available for them. Mm. Um, so I sum it up by no free work, mm-hmm. but that that's that's that's, that's it. See, if someone asks me for free work, I'm I'm gonna say no. I need to earn my my living. I I need money. So if you want me to make you something like uh, I don't know uh, uh, whatever leather stuff that yeah. you want, you will have to pay. If you're a friend, you will get a discount, sure, but you will have to pay for it. If you want me to do something at your house because something is broken. I will come for sure. I will do it for free because you're my mother, my father, my brother, my sister, whatever, or my friend. But when I'm free, mm. not right away because you want it done right now. Yeah. It's not how it works with people yeah. working in a company. Like Jan, you, you get out of the company at six. You, you can't go fix your mom's toilet at three in the afternoon because you're simply not free to No, go. I would do that at 12 o'clock during lunch, drive over there. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I'd... but when you're free for lunch, you, you see what yeah. I mean? And people, when when I meet people and I say that I'm working from home. Doesn't matter, in their job is a job. Mind, yeah. yeah, but in their mind, oh, so you're not working. That's, that's, mm. that's what I get mm. very often. Oh, you're not working. Fuck you, I'm working every single day as I've been since I'm 20 but i'm just working from home it's not because i'm here that i'm free you Mm. can see me on my balcony from time to time but i'm working on my balcony you what you can't see is my computer my laptop on my knees and i'm doing something Mm. so yeah so that that's the big three i would say like my schedule changing my schedule my sleeping habits uh prior prioritization and fucking words i need to to work on on words again uh priority well, yes but <laughs> yeah <laughs> that that's gonna be on my on my schedule as well priorities <laughs> and no free work if if i want to sum up what i've already done that's the big three and there's a, a few other things but not worth mentioning mentioning here uh if if i may comment a little bit just about the whole free work thing uh which also shameless plug we talk a little bit about on the setting up shop podcast i think on the next episode coming or the last one i'm not entirely sure um either way like this part of the conversation if you like this there's more of this on setting up shop yeah uh yeah i will listen to it for sure i I will sneak in some uh, links in the description i will i will Uh, binge them on my way to thailand yeah i appreciate that uh but my, my philosophy just around the whole work thing is like, uh, I need X number of productive hours in the forge mm-hmm. to pay for me spending times in the office, do, dealing with all of the shits that makes it possible for me to be productive in the forge, mm-hmm. answering emails, drawing up new plans for things, designing new products, like 
even if it's just watching YouTube doing research on a specific problem, like that is more or less office work. Yeah. I mean, in, in addition to that, it's like all of the things I need to do to write the book and keep writing on it and proofreading. And just for some, often enough, just spend an hour a week just reading other blacksmithing books. Like mm-hmm. that is a part of my job. That needs to, and like the hours in the forest need to pay for all of these things. Now, in addition to that, uh, I, I'm very lucky that I have friends who for the vast majority believe enough in me and the things I do that they want to pay full price in the beginning, probably out of kindness and sympathy mm. more than my skill. Yeah. Hopefully now it's more because of the value I can bring, but they are willing to pay full price for the things I'm doing. Also because they knew I didn't make a lot of money. They had some money. Mm-hmm. So you are a very lucky guy. Yes, yeah. I know. And I've talked to other people who had like, really bad friends i would say who expected them to do things for free simply because they happened to know and they happened to have the tools and they didn't understand the value of their friend's time or equipment or expertise or any of those things yes i'm super lucky in this sense but also that is how it should be your friends should be supportive enough that they want to pay full price for what you're doing or they should be amongst the friends that you want to give it to just because they like it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there should be much things in between here, but of course, every once in a while, and this is again, sort of my philosophy around this, mm-hmm. is like, I don't want to do this for free. Mm-hmm. I can give it to you. Mm-hmm. You can pay for materials or you can pay full price. That is sort of the spectrum of things. Yeah. And of course, if you want me to do this for you for free, mm-hmm. excellent then you will come and you will be here and watch me and hold things so you fully understand the time it takes to make the fucking thing you want. Yeah, I like that. Mm. I like that a lot. And granted, that that hasn't happened a lot, also because I don't like people. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But it's... Careful, you're turning French. Oh, oh, careful now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But it is... I think it is important when you are trying to be self-employed like you, you we two are yeah mm-hmm. or when you are trying to take a job or a hobby into a side hustle or a part-time job yeah and maybe see if it has the potential to be a full-time job and something you can focus on like you need to have the mentality and the rule set for your business to say like here's the things i'm willing to do for free mm-hmm. here's the people i'm willing to do it for free for like yeah. if it's a good cause, it's a good trend, all of those things. And here is my pricing bracket. Like yeah, yeah. I can do it for cost. I can do it full price. I can do it retail price and all of those things. So that, that's yeah. like a whole other no- bunch of numbers. But like if you have those things figured out, then it is both a lot easier to say, no, this is not within the scope of what I'm doing. Yeah. Or the, the, the priorities I have at the moment. Or you say, yes, it is, but this is the price I'm willing mm-hmm. to give you. Yeah, the, the, there is there is three things for me. It's, I don't want to do it or, I, I mean, it's regular client. Uh, yeah. Someone asked me, I, you'll pay for full price. That's mm. the price I'm, I'm selling it to you for. Yeah. The, 
friend discount is mm. something that that I have. It's it's in me like I know you, I appreciate you, so I'm gonna make you a, a good price for the thing because you're not a regular client. But that should still not make you lose money. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, there is I have this. It's your birthday. I want I want to make something for you. Obviously, mm. you're not gonna pay for it. Yes. I yes. made it for you, so that's free. That's my gift. My gift is my time, my skills, my materials. So obviously that is free. Mm. But when someone comes and says, hey, can you make me this? And they're like, yeah, sure, I can make you whatever yeah. you are asking me to do. Here's my hourly make. rate. <clears throat> yeah, mm. and now that's my answer. That's mm. exactly my answer now. It's not li like, oh, we will discuss the price later or, or because they, there is this fucking weird, unfair mentality in the country, in France at the moment, and it's it's been going on for years, like, oh, you're self-employed, or oh, you're a craftsman, can you make me this? And they never talk about the price because they, they imagine or they expect it to be a kindness to them. Mm. Like, I'm doing this for you for free because I know you. Fuck you. You're, knowing yeah. you doesn't pay my bills, doesn't pay my materials, doesn't pay my time for my time. You know what yeah. I would say is like, oh, yeah, I can give you a free quotation. Yeah, that's that's that that's that's actually a good one. But now my answer is my hourly rate is this. Mm. If you want to, to, if you want me to work for you to make you something, it's this price. Yeah. I, I give yeah. a quotation right away, so it's clear. And most of the time people don't get back to me because like they don't want to pay, which is, and that's the unfair bit of the thing. Yeah, but make it make it clear to them. It's like, I'll give you a free quotation. There are actually now companies or craftsmen that charge for quotations because yeah, they I've have to that, do yeah. quotations all the time and then they like mm. never hear back from the client. So they're like, okay, this yeah. is also working time. So if you want a quotation, you pay. Because that, that shows yeah, if the yeah. person is really interested or not. Yeah. Yeah, that that's a good thing. But enough of that. Mm. Last thing that I want to say and that's yes. something that I'm um working on at the moment and and it's more for the future than for the past. Um and again something that you just mentioned Raz by uh talking about when you're doing office work, you're you're reading a blacksmith's book. Like you keep learning and that's mm. also something that I want to get back at doing because I, I realized that I kind of took a break from that and that was just out of uh, lacking time was, I, I had to prioritize, I had yeah. to prioritize, I had to to do the more urgent for first. And I stopped listening to podcasts, I stopped reading book of stuff that I'm really interested in. I, um, the, the, the image that I have in mind is, is Sail Away, which is weird, but that's probably because I watched too much One Piece in the past month. Um, but I got away from what made me me since I'm a teenager, like mm -hmm. the philosophy or the, every, every, like the mentality of of martial art, basically. You know yeah. mm -hmm. that uh, that all that thing that is me that's my my core foundation my core my foundation or both whatever you choose um i i went away from that uh, a little bit because of life and i want to get back at it so listening learning from people um 
and getting back to that mentality of uh, master and and student. Uh, yeah. Me obviously being the student because in every field you will always find someone that knows more than you. So you have to listen to that guy or or that girl, that woman, that teacher, that master, that grandfather, that mother, or whatever who has more experience than you have. Either it can be in life, in your skill, in your field, or 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 whatever. But listening to people who know. Listening to people who have experience uh, is is so valuable and so rewarding. And you were mentioning SUS, um, setting up shop, Raz. Mm. But I've listened to the episode and I've learned a lot. Mm. Um, I'm glad. Something that, s- stuff that I, I never thought about uh, when I was thinking about my, my um, business. Mm. But I was like, yeah, it's so obvious. But they know, they have more experience than I have. Mm. And so I need to listen more of that. I need to um, dare to ask advice to people who has more experience that who have more experience that I have. Yeah. Because building a um, a business uh, on your own that's fucking difficult. That's great. Yeah. That's a great adventure and i'm so happy and i kind of kind of proud that's not the word that i say often obviously mm. but for me i'm kind of proud to have done it now as, as, I, as will, I think you should be yeah yeah but but for me it's not successful enough to be proud of what i've done yet see but, uh, the, the, but yes I, and i have the same feeling but at the same time i think there are things you are proud about in your business. Yeah. Maybe not the totality of it, but there are segments of it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So focus on those things and focus on the things that you want to improve upon. Absolutely. That That's why I, I, I'm, I, that's what I'm working on. And I want to listen and, and to hear more from people mm. with experience to, to, to keep doing that and, and to expand my business and to be more and more proud of what I am doing and how I am doing it. Not saying that I'm absolutely depressed and my that my business is shit and I'm not happy of what I'm doing. Absolutely not the case. No, you you but, got Raz telling you that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but no, considering the situation, um, and again, it was a conversation that that we had with my wife like yesterday evening at around midnight. It was like. Considering everything that we went through for the past, let's say, 13 years, 12 mm-hmm. years, and maybe 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 18 years, uh, we are not doing that bad. <laughs> no. The, no. We, we, we could be kind of happy and proud of ourselves, but we are not that type of people to be just proud of ourselves, you know? Yeah. In life, you I I consider that in life you can be proud of yourself the day you die, watching back at your life and saying, yeah, I did well. And it doesn't mean to be rich or whatever, but yeah, I I had a good run. It was fun. I can be proud of what I've done. Um, so I'm not I'm I'm more that kind of of person. So yeah. I'm not proud of my business yet, but I really want to be, and not mm. in a in a bad. A pretentious way like i just want to be happy to be living 
from my craft. So definitely something yeah. to focus on. Oh, you stole that yes, from I me. You stole that from me. If I may interrupt just a little bit before we go on into that. Please do. Did you make a schedule to say and count up the amount of hours you have to work in a week, in a month? Not yet. And Not yet. figure out like what's the, uh, the, the split the between... Yeah, the, the ratio between productive actual making hours and mm -hmm. office work, basically. Or Not all yet. the other things. Because like your business is slightly more complicated than mine in the sense yeah. that you have the teaching mm -hmm. uh, and you have the like, working, you have the YouTube things. You have a lot of different avenues. Yeah. Like granted, I have two, but all of mine are in the blacksmith shop, basically. Yeah. But yeah. there are different ways of selling and making in money. That's why discipline and organization is a big part of my business. And that, that, that's mm. something that I really want to reinforce because having, having this schedule and a, a clear separation, a clear gap or wall mm. between all those activities, if I, if I have none, if I, I don't make like, um, um, real distinction between all those activity, it's not going, going to go anywhere. So maybe yeah. I will have to drop some, mm. uh, that's not, that's not something I, I refuse to do, but at some point, maybe I will have to choose and, and, and give priority to only one or two. And, and maybe and not more. You don't need to stick with those forever either. You can just say, okay, for yeah, the next, months, well. yeah. for the next yeah. three months, for next year, mm -hmm. I'll focus on this thing. Like sure, this sure. skill, this kind of books, this kind of learning. Yeah. And then I'll, when I reach the end of this period, I'll reevaluate, re refocus and go on to something else. Absolutely. We'll that's see a, that's a segue. <laughs> I just want to say, it's like you both said it. So it's two thirds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well done. Yes. Uh, either of you want to go, Jan? Yeah. Then I'm going to make it really, really simple because um, I didn't have time to watch YouTube, read or mm. do anything else this week. But yeah. I've been driving a lot from the uh, exhibition forwards and backwards. So actually, yeah. it's like a focus on my car because, you know, I've went <laughs> full electric. So not yeah. just that the drive from Stuttgart up to Hanover was a breeze with only two like charging stops with, with grabbing something to Pretty eat nice. and like going mm -hmm. like it was really relaxed. It drives really nice. And because it's an electric car and they, I think by law, they have to do some noise. They, mm -hmm. they yeah. for some reason, they thought it would be sporty for the GTX. It freaking sounds like a Star Trek spaceship when it starts. Like you hit the <laughs> And if you accelerate it really hard, you feel like you're in like it, it switches over from Star Trek towards Star Wars, like from the sounds. <laughs> so you're always waiting for those star lines to come up if you really push down the battle. And it just makes me giggle so hard every time I drive the car nice. because it's so over the top and it's so stupid and childish, the sounds it makes. That's like cool. it is absolutely no sense behind it. It should never sound this way. I, I think they're trying to simulate like an electronic engine or what people would think yeah. when they watch a mm. sci-fi movie, how an electronic motor would sound. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm just giggling. Like every time <laughs> on the autobahn, I'm accelerating. I don't have the music on. I can hear the sounds in there. And it's just sitting there. It's like, oh, that's what people think an electric motor sounds like. Shit. <laughs> can you, can you customize the sound that your car makes? Like, I don't think so. It's not, it's, it's not a Tesla. No, it's not. It's, ah, yeah. No, no. But it's, it's still funny as hell. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. 
Okay, cool. So it's like nice. really simple. Uh, I'm going. I'm going next. Yeah, um, please do. I quick quick one. I finally watched uh, the movie The Whale. Uh, oh, absolutely fucking brilliant! So I encourage every one of you to watch that movie with Brendan Fraser. Fraser. I talked about the guy many times. I think in the in the podcast. Uh, sorry, it's, uh, try that name again. Brendan Fraser. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> if I take the time, I'm I'm good. Um, so yeah, that guy is a fucking brilliant actor. I think. And the movie is absolutely brilliant, but that's not my that's not my focus. After watching the the movie, um, I was kind of thinking about all the good movies that I've watched um, in a previous uh, month, and not only also the video game that I have played or watched my kid play. And something hit me: the common denominator of all of that was the good story. So, hmm. in a in a way, my focus today is going to all those people who create freaking awesome stories for us to enjoy. May it be in a video game, may it be in an anime, may it be in a movie. It doesn't really matter. Behind all of those, you have someone who spent hours days weeks maybe years of his own life mm. to create um something absolutely astonishing for us to enjoy so yeah uh, my my focus is um on all those creative people who create wonderful stories for us nice excellent mine is robinson foundry on youtube yeah that i stumbled upon a couple of weeks back and I'm watching a fair bit of their videos, including one of the most recent ones, which is casting a maze threaded bolt. Say that again? Yeah. So you have a normal bolt and it's got threads on it that you need to take, yeah. take a nut on and you screw it. Oh, yeah. I have now, watched this video. Yeah. And then you replace the normal circular threads with a maze. So you need to yeah. spin the bolt back and mm, forth and around mm. and up and down to get the fucking things apart. And it's it's basically just a puzzle and not all that practical. Mm. But the mm. way they make it is fucking genius. And I really like it. And I like the storytelling and just his demeanor and everything. And metal casting is very metal. So I like it. Yeah. <laughs> that so, sounds yeah. great. I've, I've watched the video uh, and, and it, I... Damn, I was like... When I saw the thumbnail, I was like, what the fuck is that? And it's it's amazing, beautiful, and it's just fun. Yeah, and the technique yeah. he uses to cast it. Mm. It's also, um, I'll destroy it by explaining it, but it is ingenious and I hadn't heard about it before, but it makes perfect sense. Go give Robinson Foundry a look. I'll have to give that a watch. And I have a already another little bit right away for you, Red specifically uh marcus aurelius did you ever read anything by him the old I roman guy so. uh in high school we do, did some translation yeah yes uh so i would recommend everybody actually on where was this uh no basically anything by no robin uh ryan holiday that's the name anything by ryan holiday he's talking a lot mm -hmm. about stoicism and the work of Marcus Aurelius and his diaries. 
which is basically a kind of mentality of you cannot choose what happens to you, but you can choose how you react to it. And a lot of mental health stuff around that, how to deal with the world, how to deal with adversity and how to have a healthy mindset. And Marcus Aurelius, if the name isn't given away, was, and that I mentioned, is a guy in Roman times, a general, 2000 years ago, that just wrote down things about how he yeah. thought about things. And it is fucking brilliant. If you like a bit of headspacey stuff, I think that's a, a specific recommendation for you, Red. But I think that's something that goes on for a lot of people yeah, that cool. would be curious. Because I'm not smart I, enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but as I said, uh, yeah, said. especially you, yeah, especially yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, but no, that's also specifically something uh, Ryan Holiday has is talking a lot about when he's a guest on podcasts. Okay, so I'll leave a couple of links. But that's my Marcus Aurelius Stoicism, Ryan Holiday. As a tidbits. If Great. you read that Marcus Aurelius and you enjoy it, go have a peek at your uh, local library about uh, Zen philosophy mm. from Japan. Uh, uh, yeah, there's a lot of overlap. There's a lot of overlap. Was a, a read. Agreed. Well. And I'll be at Maker Camp in a couple of weeks, three weeks or something. Two weeks from maybe this comes out. I am losing track of time. So hold on. Uh, yes, in two weeks. Make your time. Make make your camp thing. Times. What? I'll be there. Say that again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> make your camp. I'll be there, and I'll try to bring a fair bit of roses if people want to buy, and possibly also knife blades, plus minus whatever TSA yeah, will take from me. Yeah, if you can bring me, me back my the little anvil that Joe no. made. No, uh, no, it's no, no. That's mine. I asked that's mine. How much it was like no. already <laughs> before you? So. Okay, never mind. Fuck. <laughs> uh, but yeah, also in sad news, we didn't get enough people to sign up for the class at Coal Ironworks. So. Yeah, too bad. Yes, which means I instead have the time to go and hang over Steve and Joe nice. and Jimmy, I think, while they're teaching at Saks Place in Ohio and pester them yes. and hang out with those guys for a week and then have road trip up to New York instead. So. I eat all their food. Yes, but yes, I mean, that's that's a given. Yeah. So, not entirely bad, bit of a bummer, but just thought I'd mentioned. And yeah. That's it? That's it. Yeah. That's it. Where can people... So, if you want to get a hold of us... Side us. Shut up, I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get a hold of us collectively, not you can do that and at search. Yeah, and me at the Red Smiths, everywhere. I'm I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> you'll 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 find me at trial for murdering some <laughs> podcast hosts. Have a good week. <laughs> good night, everybody. Bye bye.